The peace of our Lord be with you. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. She said to Jesus, How is it that you, a Jew, ask drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Every three years, the lectionary places those words in the path of the church. And every time they roll back around, they take me back to the J.C. Penney's department store on Hillcrest Avenue in Macon, Georgia. I was about seven years old. So it must have been about 1962. I had wandered away from my mother and found myself standing in the back corner of the store facing two water fountains. One marked white, the other colored. Two options from which I chose the one marked colored. But then, much to my surprise, as I was leaning in for a drink, I felt my shirt collar being pulled backward, followed by a stern reprimand which sounded a lot like that moment in today's gospel lesson when the Samaritan woman reminded Jesus that Jews do not drink after Samaritans. Two moments, one in John, the other in Georgia, both about water. Water and xenophobia. Fear of the other. Fear of whomever does not look or sound or seem like me and mine. The particular xenophobia in this morning's gospel lesson was the fear and suspicion which separated Jews and Samaritans from one another. A story of racial, religious, and national prejudice and division which reached all the way back to the 8th century B.C., but which had only gotten worse when sometime around the third century BC, the Samaritans built on Mount Gerizim a rival temple to the original Jewish temple in Jerusalem. 
a long and tortured history of racial, religious, and national fear and distrust, which was one of the many examples in history and in our time of the truth of that haunting sentence of Jonathan Swift's who is reported once to have said, we have just enough religion to hate those who are different from us, but not enough to love them. All of which helps explain why when Jesus in today's gospel lesson, ask the Samaritan woman for a drink of water. The Samaritan woman responded by reminding Jesus that for a Jew to ask a Samaritan for a drink is something that is just not done. Which, of course, is why Jesus did it. I may not have known what I was doing when I crossed the line that day at the J.C. Penney's, but you can rest assured Jesus knew exactly what Jesus was doing when he crossed that long-standing racial and religious divide between Jews and Samaritans by asking the Samaritan woman for a drink from her cup. Jesus was just being exactly who Jesus was. If the four Gospels are a trustworthy record of the words and works of Jesus, we know what Jesus would do in our world because we know what Jesus did do in His. If the four Gospels are a trustworthy record of the words and works of Jesus, Jesus lived a life of love and welcome which kept Him constantly reaching beyond the barriers and boundaries of His time and culture getting up every day to sit down with and stand up for whomever was most voiceless, powerless, marginalized, ostracized, demonized, dehumanized, left out, hurting, hated, and alone. A life that was never more fully and clearly embodied than in that one moment in today's gospel lesson when Jesus asked the Samaritan woman for a drink of water. That is just the way Jesus was. Which means that if we are following Jesus, that is the way we will be. 
my sisters and brothers, think about something with me for a moment. Think about this. There's a reason why the deepest, truest Christians you have ever known have the widest, biggest embrace you have ever seen. Because that's the way Jesus was. And the closer a person gets to Jesus, the more a person becomes like Jesus who lived as he died and then died as he lived. Arms out, as wide as the world. Amen. to the close.